Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I would like to admit Richie Faulkner. There you are. How you doing? Good, man. How are you? Good. Sorry for the delay, man. I got a bit caught up there. I'm not worried about it at all. Looks like, are you in a hotel or are you at home? Nobody, no home has that kind of ventilation system. You got to be in a hotel. You bet. You know that. <laughs> How's everything going? Yeah. Yeah, going well, man. We're about eight shows in. We're in Green Bay. Yeah. And it's going well. That's awesome. When when you were a kid, where, oh, by the way, we're both Capricorns. You're January 1st. Ah. I'm January the 5th. So I can already tell we get along. Oh, yeah. <laughs> were, Absolutely. You, were you a Judas Priest fan when you were a kid? Because when I was in high school, and this is, you know, you're going to freak out on this. I graduated in 1986. So yeah. the people that listened to Judas Priest were always hanging out in the smoking section with the loudest cars. And, and you'd, <laughs> you'd, you'd see them after school circling the parking lot like 15 times. Were, were you the kid that loved Judas Priest? Did you ever see yourself where you are now? That's funny, man. Well, you know, when I was growing up, I'm a, I'm a bit younger than you, I think. Yeah, so, yeah. When I was growing up, I was sort of playing the bars and clubs around London. So you had to know, like, a menu of certain songs. So you had to know, like, Deep Purple, Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, Judas Priest, you know, Ozzy Osbourne. You had to know that, that sort of stuff. So you couldn't not be aware and you couldn't not be a fan of Judas Priest as a guitar player. Yeah. You know, you had to know like Hellbent for Leather and Breaking the Law and another thing coming. So it's part of it became part of your musical DNA. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just so, to, um, to to automatically have that in the menu of songs that you can pull out at any time is oh, you want to hear a Judas yeah. Priest song. There you go. Yeah. Okay. And you can't you can't play that stuff in a bar and not be a fan of it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like as a I mean, you'd have to be like dead inside to like play those songs and be like, oh, I hate this. <laughs> I, you I, know what I mean? I sneak a lot of Judas Priest onto my show. Like I do the thing called song swap. And whenever a right. song comes up that I don't like, I have the freedom to swap it out for one that I do. And it's always Judas Priest, but it's always like the really old Judas Priest that everybody knows from being in high school. They always say your favorite music is going to be the music you listen to in high school. And for me, there was a lot of Judas Priest, a lot of Dokken, a lot of right. uh, a lot of uh, a lot of those older, you know, Crocus, you know, those right. bands, you know, that we drive around listening to loudly. When when uh, when you got the phone call, I understand you had a couple of emails that you sent to like the recycle bin, not realizing that it was actually the guys in Judas Priest trying to hire you, and you sort of delete right. you deleted those messages. Yeah, because when they come through, you know, when your emails come through, it's who it's from, yeah, the subject and mm. the date or whatever. Yeah. So it was from the management, and I didn't know the management, 
it was the subject was Judas Priest, so I thought it was like a mail out from some metal fanzine <laughs> about Judas Priest. And I was like, uh, I, you know, I, maybe it was like spam. Yeah. And I, I deleted it, and I think it was maybe there was two, and I only I only found that out really when when they could. They, fortunately for me, they were persistent, and they called me. Um, they they got an old number. They they got a number that wasn't in use anymore. So yeah. again, they they got in contact with Iron Maiden's production team because I was on tour with Iron Maiden a couple of years prior to that wow. uh, in in an opening act. So they got the number. They got the the right number. They called me. They discussed the situation, uh, and when I put the phone down, I checked my my deleted emails, <laughs> and there they were. And I opened the emails, and it was you know, and I, I've said this before, but I can I can I can imagine. I mean, I'd never have any cause to open my deleted emails, but yeah. I can imagine kind of a priest getting a new guitar player, and it's like, oh wow, KK Downing left, and they've got a new guitar player. And in that deleted emails folder, I'd never know. Oh, but there, man. there would have been two. You know what I mean? Those yeah. emails would have been there. Yeah. Like, that would have been the opportunity that got away and I'd never know about. <laughs> that would have been horrible. Here we are and I'm talking to you. you know? uh, well, you've, you've actually been credited with saving the band or the sound of the band or breathing new life into Judas Priest. Because for... The longest time I in and this is according to Rob Halford, where he said that you know things felt sort of stagnant until you came along. So I think it's wonderful that you were able to breathe so much life into this band that's now celebrating their fifty heavy metal years. That's pretty awesome. That's very nice of Rob to say. You know, I mean, I I've said before, I you don't know what it's like in in a situation before you come into it. You know, yeah. I, I don't know what it was like before. Um, but I think when it, whenever you change, obviously when I came in, I was super enthusiastic. Like you should sure. imagine, like you'd be the same. And it, oh. you know, you you know, yeah. And I think if you bring someone like that into any situation, it's been the same. I think Scott was uh, Scott came in around the late eighties, early nineties. So it's been the same for at least thirty years. Um, Am I getting the math right? I don't know. But you know, it's, it's been the same for a while. Yeah. So then if you bring someone in, whoever it is, yeah. who's enthusiastic, the dynamic's going to change. And it, it might be awful. You might not like, you might not want that amount of, you know, shake up. But in this case, it seemed to work. Yeah. Uh, you're going to get a dynamic change and hopefully it works. And in this case, fortunately for, for me, it did. But there's five guys in the band and we've got a great crew. Um, and we all pull together, so we're, we're all part of a machine. I, I can't take credit for it. It's, we're we're all pulling in the same direction. You know what I mean? So yeah. yeah. So so yeah, it's it's nice of Rob to say, but we're, we're all part of the same machine. Yeah, it was one of the quotes that I was looking around online, just reading about you and, and about the band, and that was sort of the the echoing spirit was that you coming on board, like you said, it, you know, bringing somebody else who's excited about that party. You know, everybody's always yes. loved Judas Priest forever. But like you said, being somebody who comes in and you just raise that enthusiasm. So that's really uh, that's really awesome. And these guys are headed for the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, very soon, which is just incredible. What is it like for you uh, to, to go on tour with these guys? I know you have your own experience, but... You being the youngest in the band, touring with these guys that are metal gods who have done it forever, 
do you ever stand back in awe watching them? Of course. I mean, the, the longer you do it, the more enveloped you become in the the machine of it. You know, yeah. the less the less of that. I mean, you can imagine in, in the beginning, the, the awe is overwhelming. Yeah. The, the the it's surreal you know your life changes you become part of you you become part of a different world and you're learning things at a phenomenal rate and you're traveling the world it, all those things the more you become enveloped in it the more it becomes about the fans and the the production and the the experience and how do we make this better how do we change this how do we uh make it better a better record a better recording a better production a better experience you know so the more it becomes about that the more you become part of that entity whose focus is not about the playing anymore well it is but it's more of a bigger picture it's all the know, joy is, the joy of it really the joy of, yeah, of touring is, and and being being happy in your life when you're up there and realizing that the people are receiving your talent as a gift when they're when they're watching of course and it's 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 about you know less about when i got up there first of all it's like am i playing the right notes am i playing the right notes am i playing the right notes <laughs> yeah now it's more uh you know the fans that not only have put them there for 50 years yeah but have put me there for 10 years. Yeah. You know, they've, they've been welcoming and accepting. And, you know, I see fans there that have been there that I've seen for the last 10 years that have been supportive of, of me as well. You know, and it's about how, how do we take this next tour or next album yeah. to the next level for them? You know, so it becomes less insular and more about, how do we do this for them? You know, so it becomes a bigger thing, a bigger picture. So that's that's what I learned from them. That's really cool. Have you always been a fan of the Flying V? I read somewhere that you just always have loved that style of guitar. Has that just always been by your side? It has. I um I used to play the Les Paul a lot. Yeah. Um, and I used to I used to play a combination of the Les Paul and the Flying V. Um, it was Michael Schenker. It yeah. was KK Downing, you know, um, James Hetfield, Randy Rhodes. It was those guys. Um, and you know, when I joined Priest, it was an excuse to get the V out again. That's I mean, cool. how can you not? How yeah. can you not? Yeah. You know, uh, I still play the Les Paul on tour. Um, I, obviously, I've got my own signature V now as well. That's awesome. But, uh, Priest is synonymous, partly with the V. Yeah. You know, uh, you know, you carry on that tradition. Um, and it's just an honor to be playing such an iconic instrument in such an iconic band. Wow. And and you, health-wise, how's everything going? I, I I read just the most scary thing. I mean, you you had to have thought you were going to die when you, you had... What exactly was it? I mean, I don't want to look at and start reading on a Wikipedia. <laughs> but what exactly happened? Because was this during a performance where you actually tore your aorta? Yeah, it was a complete aortic dissection. So the aorta that goes around the heart and it goes around, it, it starts up here, goes all the way down to your groin, the whole thing dissected. How did you not um, die? How did you, how are you still here? Honestly, I don't know. I 
do not know. Wow. I mean, obviously, it was the surgeons and the doctors and nurses that they saved my life. I mean, that that's how I'm still here. But, you know, a lot of people, I think it's like a 2% survival rate um, wow. from what happened to me. A lot of people, they don't make it to the, the hospital. They go down, they don't get up. I don't, I don't know is the answer to that question. Um, when it happened, it all happened so quickly. Uh, and then I was down, they put me out. I was in the uh, emergency room, they operated. Uh, I was kind of unaware of the severity of the situation, yeah. to tell you the truth. My other half, she went through it. She, they told her what it was. I was only aware when I came to of what this, what it was, and how severe it was. And then that's when it became very real, uh, and how lucky and fortunate I am. But to be honest with you, with the with the survival rate, I don't know how I survived to the hospital. And that happened know. when, what, like when you were forty? How old were you when that happened? It was forty-one. You were forty-one. Was that yeah, your, was, was that, I think every man goes through a time in his life where you feel like you're invincible and then something happens and you go, it, it's almost like grasping the reality of, oh, I, I can actually die. And, and was that the first instance in your life where you realized your own mortality, where you went, wow, I, I could actually leave this place? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, and it was so out of the blue. There, there was nothing to suggest that there was anything like that wow. coming. Uh, you know, nothing, nothing genetic, nothing hereditary. Go figure, man. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> well, man, I'm out of the blue. Well, I'm sure everyone, including your wife, your entire family, and your fans are are happy that you're still with us. But uh, I've had the, the the most incredible, as I said, the most incredible support system at home. The fans have been unbelievable. As I said, the surgeons, the doctors, the nurses, you know, my, my family have been incredible. The fans have been great. They've been supportive. You know, they, they were telling me, you know, don't, you know, we, we've had these tours uh, scheduled, you know, like the one we're on now. And, you know, yeah. they were like, don't do it. You know, some of them were like, we can't believe we're saying this, but there's there's even more important things than Judas Priest. If you're not ready <laughs> to come back. Yeah health first but you know having these tour dates scheduled kind of helps the recovery if you know yeah, what i mean when yeah. you've got something to aim for uh you know you can understand that it kind of helps you kind of aim for that and get get well and it seems to help the recovery process but they've been fantastic and except you know they've been really compassionate and the fans have been great well, besides being on stage of course that's great exercise which i'm sure the doctor said you know make sure yeah. you now it's time to okay fine let me grab my v and get to work that's a great distraction, yeah. sure. Yeah, the, the doctors have been great, and they know the situation. They they tell me what to look out for, and you know, you know, to. But they, they've been great. They they know they know the, the the tour schedule we're on, and as I said, what to look out for. But they they're like, go for it. You know, you you're totally fine. So I hate to bring it up, but at the same time, I'm glad I brought it up because it's uh it, it's it's sort of a miracle story, really. You know, this, it can happen. It's, it's an awareness thing as well. You know, like I was. 41 when it happened yeah and i think a lot of people a lot of my friends in the industry as well kind of their their awareness was like well if it can happen to him we better go and get checked out as well and it's one of those things that often gets overlooked or it won't happen until you're of a certain age mm -hmm. whereas i guess it happens yeah to people that are younger as well you know i'm not that old 
I'm not a big drinker. I'm not a big smoker or anything like that. So, wow. you know, the, the awareness factor, maybe some people went and got checked out because of it. So that's a good thing. You might have uh, inadvertently saved someone's life by almost losing yours, really. <clears throat> Hopefully, yes. That's really cool. Well, we're looking forward to having you. It's 50 Heavy Metal Years Concrete Street Amphitheater. That's happening on Saturday, November the 26th, believe it or not. I don't know if you can hear the dogs freaking out behind me. Yeah. Can you hear that? Awesome. Saturday, <laughs> November 26th, Concrete Street Amphitheater, Judas Priest, celebrating 50 heavy metal years. Thank you so much for joining me. It's a pleasure. I'm looking forward to coming down and seeing you and uh, rocking your socks off. You got it, man. Take care of yourself. Have a fantastic day. You too. Day. Take care now. Thanks a lot. Bye now. All right, buddy. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.